Heroes Not Included is a serialized story podcast featuring actual play of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition from Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast own their respective trademarks, copyrights, and related materials. A special thanks to all the great people at Wizards of the Coast for all their hard work creating wonderful games for us to play. Previously on Heroes Not Included. Pandy sends Pip out to keep an eye on the Garlhuns. Pip informs us that Barnaby came to investigate that house after we told them to. Pandy sends Pip back to keep watch at the villa. So the next morning, Blastwind comes in and gives us some info about what happened, which was not good. The Garlhuns were being held hostage Mm -hmm. by the Mm Zentarum. Erstel Flaxton, Flaxton, that bad guy, was there. And then I'm arrested. To add to that, we did learn that the um, Nimbleite that had been um, responsible for wrongdoing was enchanted by the Zentarum as well. Mm -hmm. So basically, Zents equals sign bad bad. boys. It's true, bad news. Yeah, bad people. Just generally bad people. Not included. Brick, sleeping soundly, and all of a sudden you wake with a start. And you can see by the light that there is this very well-dressed stranger sitting in your room. You better get out of my room, friend. Oh, come now. After all these years, after everything we've been through, the way I've supported you, looked after you, you act as though I'm a stranger. I'm hurt, Brick. He leans forward and says in almost a whisper, Run, Brick. Hide in here, Brick. That's worth some serious money, Brick. Don't you deserve that more than those rich sods who lord over everyone? Isn't it Brick's turn? And you begin to remember hearing Something about that sounds familiar, and he looks at you and he says, It's me, that little voice in your head that's been there helping you every day since you were a child and that vicious woman, too drunk to be a proper mother, locked you in that cold, dark meat cellar. Most know me as Carnex Nevatorius, but you, Brick, you can call me friend. I'd sit there shook. What do you want with me? Ah, now that is an important question. You see, ever since you cried out in that lonely, dank cellar for help, I have been working endlessly on trying to find some way to give you what you always wanted. The wealth and the power to finally be able to control your own fate save the people you love most and get a long-awaited revenge on all those people who've hurt you, made fun of you, called you stupid, called you names, 
and I'm happy to report that I've been successful. He <coughs> says, here in my hand, and a large scroll appears out of nowhere, mm -hmm. is everything you could hope for and more. You may have noticed that your magical ability has begun to grow and that you're becoming more powerful with each passing day. That's all thanks to this, he holds up the scroll. And not some small effort on my part. He kind of brushes his doublet. All you have to do is sign this small, insignificant thing, and it will all be yours. With my hand shaking, I, I reach out, okay. grab it. You reach out, it opens up the scroll, and you see in really big letters across the top, I will be a friend to Karnix Nefatorius. And then you see underneath it, and around it, all this tiniest of tiny <laughs> sort of printing. You can't even make it out at, at, at just a small distance from your face. It just looks like lines and calligraphy. Oh, and underneath animal. where it says that I, I will be a friend is a line. <laughs> and he produces a quill out of nowhere. And he says, break. It's time for you to get what you deserve. You're, you're right, friend. And I I sign okay. in a very sloppy manner. You sign in a very sloppy manner, and with that, the quill and the scroll disappears, and he gives this huge smile, and it's the first time that you notice there are fangs in his mouth. And he says, There. That's a good boy, Blake. Now, I will never leave you. Best friends forever. With that, you find yourself, despite not wishing to, falling back asleep. I probably curl up like a small child in my blankets. When you wake in the morning break, you have this sense that you had this funny dream. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and you have kind of this initial sense of maybe looking around the room, but you don't see any scroll, and, and you don't see any sign of Karnix, and you don't see uh, any quills or... Yeah, I'm just looking around, perplexed, scratching my head. Well, I sure a normal brick morning. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. You all three make your way downstairs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. I'm all right. Lowering at at Ganesh. Wow. Still, still sour about it. I am indifferent. You can almost feel the cold rolling off of me. You notice the brick seems to be walking with a bit of a spring. Kind of shoot like a curious, suspicious look. I don't notice it because I'm glaring at Ganesh. I say, Good morning, Ganesh. <laughs> I wish that your face was visible on this podcast. <laughs> that was cute. Well, Brick is pleased with himself. Yeah. He's just made some arrangements. Mm -hmm. What time is this thing today? 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Okay. Well, I'm probably making breakfast. Good morning, Brick. Good morning, Brick. Are you? I'm good. Oh, I'm you, look, you look well. Yeah, I'm feeling great. Yeah, I'm glad that um, we're all here. Our friends are all here with us. Oh, wait, they aren't. Pan bang on the table. <sighs> bacon in it. <laughs> I grab one, bare hands, piping hot, stick it in my mouth. So I lean over to Pandy. Do you still want to do something about it? Uh, yes, absolutely, yes. You do, I do, Glenn. I... 
absolutely have one uh, within minutes. That's kind of my thing. Um, just have to research some uh, breaking people out of. The camera rotates around behind them to show their shoulders, and through them, Gunesh's completely flat affect as they just stare at these two talking across the table from them. So, as I talk, I just keep casting sidelong glances at the narc. (laughs) The narc? Oh my god. I'm just like... "Mm." And you've only got three hours. Maybe. We don't know how the trial's gonna go. You can't break her out while she's in a trial. But we don't know if the trial's going to release her. You don't know until you try. You don't know until you trial. (laughs) (laughs) Wait for it. I'm gonna finish my breakfast, and then I'm going to head down to where the trial is supposed to be. So let's pause the three of you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Eddie, in the morning, the bailiff comes walking along and he slides a small tin cup filled with uh, gruel through one of the bars. I say, hey, bae. This is, uh, <laughs> this is right now. In a few hours, you will be brought into the courtroom to stand trial. The judge proceeding over your case is the Honorable Lord Magister Marquis. You're lucky. He's a fair judge, but he is a stickler for decorum in the courtroom. Now, after the judge enters the courtroom, the prosecutor, most likely Lord Garlhoon's personal prosecutor, he is quite a twit, if you ask me. I forget his name now. Uh, let's see. Um, Corvus, Chorus, Chorus, Cor- Corvit, Chorus, that's Cornelius. his name. Cornelius. No, no, it's, okay. uh, it's, uh, Chorus, uh, Cor- uh, Everiel, or Variel. Cornell <gasps> Evergreen, that's my no, name. No, 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 it's, uh, it's one of them fancy elvish names. Anyway, he'll probably be Lord Garlhoon's prosecutor. Lord Garlhoon and his prosecutor will then come in. Because it is Lord Garlhoon's lordly right that he can be represented by a lawyer. The charges will then be read and speak with any person the Lord feels is relevant to the case. After which, the prosecutor, Everiel, Everiel, whatever his name is. I thought it started with a C. Well, yeah, his first name. Car- it's like a... Carl... Corvid or Corvus. Corvette Ellendale. Something. Okay. Anyway. We'll, co- we'll um, go with that. Anyway, this is important. Now you listen. Okay. I've been listening. I've been, like, big pie-eyed listening to this bailiff who's now, okay. like... I haven't... I really thrive on interaction, and I haven't talked to anyone <sighs> in, like... Right. 15 hours. And he's being really nice. I think we're going to be fast. I think this is your wheelhouse. This is, we're going to be fast friends. And he's giving me the, like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, this guy clearly really likes me, is giving me the inside scoop, so I'm listening very intently. Okay, he continues. Now, after that, the prosecutor will interrogate you. It's in your best interest to answer his questions with a simple yes or no. 
Unless, of course, you feel that there is some pertinent information. But don't make a scene. These prosecutors are very skilled at twisting your words around. I've seen them do it a lot. Now, after the prosecutor concludes, you will have a chance to respond to the charges, but only after the prosecutor has concluded. Not before. You're not allowed witnesses, as you do not have a lordly right, so you are going to have to make your case as best you can. Now, when you've finished, the judge will then issue his verdict and the sentence, if there is any. Understood? First, what's your name? My name? Yeah. Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> so, first of all, well, first of all, your name's Mark. Great. Hi, Mark. Second of all, thank you so much. This has been really, really helpful because now there's no problem. This is great. But also, I'm just wondering, because you seem to have the full inside scoop, like you're high up and I know it. What about the gardener? Where's he? Because that's the guy who I, is, am I not, is he not going to be there? I don't know. Is the Lord mad? Does the Lord own the gardener? I don't know that either. That's okay. Um, anyways, thank you so much. And I hope that once I'm out of here, we can hang out. Oh, hey, you know, I own, I'm a, a co-owner of a Part box. of a collective, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, 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 anyways, Troll Skull Tavern. You gotta come by. We'll give you a deal. We'll give you half off. Because you've been so nice. Uh, right, okay. Well, um, I'll be back down in a couple hours to take you to the courtroom. Okay, bye, Mark. All right, so... Oh, bye, Mark. If you're enjoying this Heroes Not Included episode, you can follow us on Twitter at HNI underscore podcast for the latest news and show updates. Also, please consider becoming a patron. Our patrons not only help us keep the lights on, they also gain special behind-the-screen access, including patron-only podcasts, videos, and more. To become a patron, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. Ganesh, you've made, you are making your way down to the courthouse. Mm-hmm. So uh, we turn our attention now to Pandy and Brick. Mm-hmm. What uh, have you two decided to do? So what's the plan? I don't trust that they're going to release our friend in the good graces of the law. I think that uh, things are turned against her and that there are forces uh, uh, that are trying to keep us down and I think that we should take matters into our own hands. So, I think that since we are both very blessed by magical aptitude, we should attend this trial with eyes set on taking matters into our own hands if we have to. That sounds good to me. If I act, can I trust you to back me up? Always. If I see foul play, I'm going to act on the on the behalf of our friend, and um, I trust that you'll be behind me. 
I've got your back. Perfect. Wonderful. Ooh, all right. The plot thickens. Crap. So I assume you uh, <laughs> to eventually make your way down to the court. Yeah, we're, we're, we're trailing behind mm-hmm. Ganesh. Yeah. All right. Well, as is the custom, witnesses, those who are going to be in the, in the gallery, are allowed into the courtroom a few minutes before the trial itself. Wait, we're witnesses? Well, witnesses in the sense that you are witnessing the trial take place. Yeah. Okay. Is there any possibility, because the whole point of me getting there early was to see if I could figure out what was going on with the trial, like who the prosecutor was, who the judge is... Yeah, you definitely find out who uh, all of that information. The judge is Lord uh, Marquis. Uh, Do I know anything about them? Uh, You know them to be very fair. Okay. Even-handed. Okay. Uh, But you know them to be a stickler for... Decorum. Courtroom procedure. You called that one. You know that the uh, Lord Garlhund is um, going to be present at the trial. Also learn that Lord Garlhund is bringing his prosecutor, his his barrister that he has on retainer, by the name of Chorus Iveriel. Okay. I would like to do something a little crappy, if you will, before my compatriots show up. And that is, I would like to inform um, the guys working the door a mm-hmm. uh, general description of Pandy and Brick and give them a heads up that um, they might not be on their best behavior and therefore they shouldn't be let in unless someone else will vouch for them. Ooh. Mm. Okay. All right. They were literally discussing what basically amounts to treason like, over the breakfast table, so I'm not gonna, like, just let them have open opportunities to cause trouble for... Do you. All right. Well, eventually, you two make your way down to the courthouse. You get into the queue, people entering for the Mm -hmm. trial. Uh, The gallery uh, fills up with people. Uh, Trials are always very exciting. You know, I mean, there. This is in an age and time and place and planet where there's, you know, no television or anything. Yeah, so this, this is, is entertainment. You know, top-notch entertainment. Mm-hmm. And as you make your way up to the doors, uh, you see one of the guards says, uh, "Hang on, Brick and Pandy. Am I correct?" Uh, Pansala, actually. Pansala. All right. Uh, if you'd come with me, please. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, where where are we going? Ah, well, we have reserved uh, a special place for you to sit and enjoy the trial. Luxury seating. Later on. I'm going to make an inside check. Okay. (laughs) Do I feel like I'm being misled here? Oh, God, I got a five. No, you feel good. No, you are convinced it's like In fact, there is a part of you that thinks, well, that makes sense. You know, I'm a member of the Watchful Order. <laughs> yeah. There's probably like a special booth for those who are sure. members of the Watchful yep. Order. Nope, yep, striding along. Yeah. I'm Eddie's friend. We're fancy brick. Oh, Look at us. Yeah. Look, uh, I, I kind of like loop my armor on bricks and just start doing like a little saunter. Like, uh, we're fancy. They walk you down a hall and they walk you around a corner and there is a, a, a wooden door and, they, uh, and he stops in front of the door and he says, after you. Oh, this must be like leading up to a balcony seating. Like we're going to be like the fancy people that you see through the mini binoculars from the floor. It was like an opera we went to. 
sure, yeah, exactly like that. Except for, you know, a bit fancier. Let's do it. Open the door. Yeah, so you guys open the door and... Yes, uh, fancier than an opera. Yes, <laughs> this trial for your friend in jail. There's a small hallway with some stairs leading up, and um, you guys make your way up the stairs, and as you do, you can hear the door shut behind you. And as you come up the stairs, you see that you are in... Uh, you are definitely overlooking the courtroom, but you are doing so from behind a whole, whole bunch of iron bars. That's strange. This doesn't seem very luxurious to yeah, me. I mean, There's a few benches, there. but uh, yes. Hmm, this is, this is a bit, bit weird. Um, Where's everybody else? You see a whole bunch of other people filtering into the gallery. And there's no one else in the room we're in. The courtroom is 60 feet long and 35 feet wide. Hanging along the west wall are tasseled banners depicting the coat, coat of arms of the City of Waterdeep, the Waterdeep City Watch, and the Waterdeep City Guard, as well as the seal of the Lords of Waterdeep and the symbol of Tyr, God of Justice. The room is very well lit with uh, what you recognize, Pandy, to be continual flame spells that have been cast on wall sconces. Mm-hmm. On one end of the room... Uh, just below the two of you, you see a series of pews in the gallery, and it is filling up rapidly with all variety of people. And, and you also see Ganesh down there. Um, Why is it he up here with us? I'm not sure. I, actually, something seems a bit out of place. Um, yeah, I don't really think. Let, you know what we should do? We should try that. We should go back through that door we just came through, and we should just try to just go out there and meet Ganesh and ask Ganesh about it. So, to make my way down and try to... Okay. You make, your, you make your way down the stairs, and you notice that the door won't open. Pound on it. Still doesn't open. Scream uh, at it. Still doesn't open. Okay. Mm. Brick tries to break down the door. <laughs> now, you got to remember, the hallway is about as wide as this table, so there's not really a lot of... <laughs> I'm going to try. Yeah? <laughs> I'm going to get out of the way so I don't get hurt. You kind of go back up the steps a little bit, Pandy, yeah, out of the yeah, way. Yeah. And Brick, you kind of give it a couple good hard runs, but the door's really solid. We've been tripped. You know what it is? Um, you know who we saw downstairs? Our good friend. The cop. Ganesh. He, he wouldn't do that. Mm, I kind of think he did. I just start, my face starts turning red. I mean, your you new friend, you know, turning over a new leaf, right, Rick? So then I just start pounding <laughs> at the door. Pounding at the door. While you guys are down there uh, pounding and what have you, and I'll describe the rest of the room. In the okay. middle of the room is a desk, and across <laughs> from the desk is a wooden platform surrounded by high railing, which is commonly known as the defendant's box. On the other end of the room, the far end of the room, is the Magister's cloth-draped desk that stands taller than six feet. While you are pounding on the door and yelling at the door, <laughs> you hear the crowd start to yell and jeer. Eddie, you are ushered upstairs through this narrow corridor and these narrow stairs. Can I press to digitate myself? Sure. So I'm gonna, gonna have, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm okay. trying to look nice. You're ushered through a small wooden door, and you come out into this courtroom. 
finding yourself in this defendant's box. And over here, uh, to your left, you see uh, the gallery. As Eddie enters, am I allowed to cast Bless? You can try. I would like to try and cast Bless. It fizzles. Well, my god still heard. So yeah, it's still heard, that's true. That's important. <laughs> but yeah, you see Eddie come in, and you notice that as soon as you come in, you see the crowd that is gathered begins standing up. They start yelling obscenities at you, throwing rotten fruit, um, other things. <laughs> Manure. Sorry. Um, they're calling you a whole variety of names. It's really quite ugly. You see Ganesh standing there rather stoically, and then you see... Licking some holy water in your direction. Then you see in a balcony... Holy Ganesh, not your other friends. Now, have... When you two hear this, the crowd cheering and jeering, do you come back up the steps to see what's going on? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You make your way upstairs, and so, Eddie, when you look up above the gallery, you see, like, another balcony. And this one um, has bars across it, and you see Pandy and Brick up there looking down at you, and you see... Hands on the bars. Yeah. yeah. Like, carry through. Like, it's like her face is pressed yeah. through. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm holding the bars, I'm like, Stay strong, Eddie! Yeah. Brick, you've been here. You understand what's going on here. You yeah. know that the crowd is always going to tease and taunt and, you know, harangue. I've not been the defendant. And Brick, the other thing you notice is that when you stick your face up to the bars like this, your mouth happens to be just over Ganesh. Hmm. Hey! Ganesh! If I can hear you, I'm ignoring you. Do you, you ignore me? <laughs> I spit down to try and get your attention. Do you feel wet on your face? I look up. I see Brick. I see Pandy. I roll my eyes so hard you think they might dislodge themselves. I wipe the top of my head, flick it, and hit someone else's face. Well, they're all, they're all going to be, like, covered in garbage, too, because people are throwing shit. So I just kind of flick it in the direction of somebody else, and I turn my direction my attention back to Eddie. And did I see that interaction? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, you can see everything going on. I'm just going to go, hmm. Hmm. Noted. Something's going on. I give you a big thumbs up, though. I'm going to sort of raise... I, I'm, I'm... I point at... I point at Ganesh and give you a big thumbs down while that's happening. So I, that makes me a little scared, but I'm, I have it very, very in my mind that I'm not to break my... Probably, I'm not, yeah, probably, yeah, I'm not going yeah. to falter. Yeah. I am not going to freak out. So as the fruit hits me, I'm not even going to do... Part of me really wants to do wounded puppy, like, ooh, I'm, ooh, I'm in jail. But I'm looking strong, and I just continuously press to digitate myself as they throw poo-poo and fruit at me. Well, that's the problem, is that as soon as you stepped into the courtroom, you can't press the digitation no longer. Ooh, so is any of the fruit edible? It's all rotten, but yes. If there's an apple or something good, parts um, of it that are, that look edible, you eat the parts that are covered in shit. I'm I'm gonna if I'm gonna I'm basically right now I'm being cool, calm, and collected, collected. and 
Yeah. As not poised as you can be. As poised as I possibly can be. And, you know, not, like, sadly wiping the poop off of my face, but just kind of super casually wiping the poop off my face. As you do. As like you do. Yeah. Do I get a sense that there is a anti-magic enchantment in the room? Yes. Oh, I, uh, great. That's awesome. Pandy, you can immediately, as you're kind of getting over the shock of your um, executive seating, <laughs> you're able to notice that uh, there is a slight tingling blue throughout the entire courtroom. Okay. Am, am I, is my bottom half exposed? No. The bars There's, are... You but, have pants but, on. No, well, for you, small. for you, because you are a halfling, the bars come up to your, uh, your chest. But can people see no. my feet no. at all? No. I'm gonna, like, take off one of my socks as casually as mm-hmm. I can, so I have something to wipe myself off with, okay. um, but I'm gonna... Make sure nobody sees me doing that. Okay. Slight of foot check. Yes. Can, I can do a slight of foot check. No, it's all right. It. You go ahead and do your thing. But I'm just trying to stay clean. Okay. And um, I'm going to... nothing wrong with keeping tidy. I'm just going to sort of... I would give my friends a thumbs up, but I am really confused now. So I'm just going to look straight ahead and periodically yeah. wipe the poop off my face with my sock and just not pay attention to anything. Very... Very good posture, as much as I can possibly have, which isn't that good. Okay. I'm making a racket up there. Mm-hmm. Just going, Ganesh, look at me. <laughs> my God. Look at me. <laughs> oh, Nothing? My God. oh my no. God. And then no I said, bad. You're a bad friend. I'm just trying to like work <gasps> magic and, and not a single funny tear and not working in my life. Okay. Face. And I, eventually, I realize that the. The, um, the, the verbal components are not working, the somatic components are not working, and that I have no authority or agency. <laughs> so I'm just trapped like a normal criminal. All right, so after the crowd does some jeering, the courtroom doors open, and you see two people walk in. You see someone dressed in very lordly attire walks in, and behind him you all see a tall, pale elf with dark hair. You assume the first is Lord Garlhund, and you assume the second is most likely his prosecutor. They make their way through the gallery out into the actual courtroom proper to the desk that stands crossed from the defendant's box. Once the prosecutor arrives at the desk, he turns and he scans across the room, and his gaze stops for a second on your face, Ben. And for the briefest moment, you swear you see some kind of moment of recognition. And he then turns and looks back towards Eddie. Do you recognize him? I think I do. Mm. But I have not seen them since I was very young. Okay. So I'm probably I'm, I'm perplexed trying to place it. Like, I know this person where I know this person mm-hmm. from. Okay. Yep. So I stop fussing about, and mm-hmm. I stop, like, kind of fidgeting against the bars and trying to, like, unsuccessfully cast spells, and I just become very still and just watching this person. Yeah. Yeah, they They're standing there, and you see uh, Lord Garlhund has a small, quiet conversation. At that point, all four of you recognize the gardener is brought in through the gallery and comes and stands behind the prosecutor. 
I tried very hard not to wave at him. <laughs> hey! Because we're friends! Well, how are the Mastiffs? Forced friends. Still, where's Mark? Is Mark here? Well, at that moment, the bailiff steps forward and says, All rise for the Honorable Lord Magister Marquis. And you see the judge uh, enters the courtroom from behind his desk, walks up and sits down. He is an older human with a bushy white beard and a bald head. He is wearing a black velvet and silk robe. And he sits down at the desk. And he kind of looks across the room briefly for a moment. And he says, Lord Garlund, you may proceed. Thank you for listening to Heroes Not Included. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate and review us. We'd love to hear from you. You can find all our episodes on Podbean and on our website at heroesnotincluded.com. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe today using your favorite podcast app. Also, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash heroes not included. And finally... Our podcast is supported by Josh Heddle, Allison McManus, Shane Fetters, Jake McNinch, Amy Trout, and Matt Mitten, along with all our awesome patrons. To become a patron and gain access to our special patron-only podcast, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. Until next time, be the hero.